right, hello everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to this electrifying and spooky episode of the Geek Garage Podcast. I'm your host, David Dassaw. And uh, joining in, uh, oh my God, joining me, <laughs> off to a fantastic yeah. start. Joining me today uh, f- uh, is, uh, is a guest, uh, one of my best friends in the entire world. Um, she was on the podcast flashback to basically two years ago is what we were just saying um right before we hit record um she was on the scream uh episode where we discussed the scream franchise as a whole and at the time the upcoming scream requel that was about to come out the 2021 one um which was i guess scream what was it scream five okay uh amanda frack Eiler, how are you Hi. doing? Frack. Hi, I don't. I very rarely call you Frack, but I very call rarely frack, call you, call you Amanda. Me. I just call you. I just say, hey just you, say, hey you, <laughs> out there in the cold, getting lonely, getting old. Can you feel me? Nope. Okay. No. Pink Floyd. No. Sorry. My no, bad. You're good. <laughs> um. So. <clears throat> keep moving along. <clears throat> be fine. Are you excited to be here today? Yeah. I am so excited that you were able to make it. I'm excited that also we're doing this episode in person because it seems like... I don't know uh, how technology works. Let's just be honest. That's how this is happening. Uh, I'm well, going gonna, gonna to show up, use your mics, and let you do all the work. I mean... That's how this friendship works. <laughs> um, I, I'm cool with that, honestly. Cool. I, uh, oh. I I definitely prefer the, the in-person um, podcasting but you know when we had Ted on the podcast a while back as my co-host and then Zach um, uh, you know they were in different states so remote was the only option uh, and I got accustomed to it and you know technology issues aside they were relatively quote-unquote easy to overcome they you know it is technology after all so sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't and uh, yeah at any given moment, things could go haywire and blow up in your face. But I'll uh, keep a very close watch on my mic. Yeah, I like Turn to think of the in-person up. situation as like the the landline version of a phone versus a, a cellular device. Anybody listening? Do they know what landlines are? I think so. Is that our demographic. Are right. yeah. I, I think our demographic is between Gen. Um. X and Z, like the 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 top rung of Z. So, um, I guess are are you are you on the the technically a millennial? Or are you on the more the cusp of like Gen X and Y? Apparently, there's 400 charts for this. Oh my god! Of course um, there is. And I tried for everyone to put me as a Gen X, mm-hmm. but I'm a millennial. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. So. Honestly, you know. I just now classify myself as an elder emo, and that, I think that's, that's a, the generation that I am. Yeah, uh, well, I don't no, identify as anything else. Just elder emo. It's fine. Yeah, no, that's really the only thing you need to know because that's pretty much an identification within itself. It it tells also it, means I'm old as fuck. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's that's all I need to know. It's fine. Yeah, it means that uh, you had once moshed in a pit. Uh, and that if you wish to mosh in a pit today, then you best be careful and do some stretching beforehand. So 
not gonna lie when that pit got a little closer to us to dance gavin dance i was like <laughs> i wear glasses to this this is that's mistake number one yeah mistake number two why are they so close right need them a little further away it's fine yeah and we won't even get into the uh the uh, assholes that bathed in axe body spray and decided to violate every single unwritten rule of the pit which is uh especially don't involve people that don't want to be in the pit yeah yeah like that's and then got mad when people didn't want to mosh they're like you're at a fucking rock show man it's like not everyone wants to mosh bro i am uh almost 40 and my knees hurt my backs hurts and i don't want to deal with your shit so yeah. i'm also not that drunk so i'm gonna need you to tone it down a little bit exactly yeah we uh you and i we don't typically uh we like to be we have like to have our wits about us i do when because we... i have to deal with those assholes exactly it makes it easier to deal with them and yeah. not go to jail at the end if i'm sober right yeah uh, yeah, just staying sober is, uh, plus, you know, anytime I go out and have a drink, like just one drink in and I'm like, finish him. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, uh, yeah. So I just decided to, you know, no drinks for me. No, I gotta, no someone's gotta be aware. But uh, anyways, um, Dance Gavin Dance and uh, Axe Bros are not what we're here to talk about today. Uh, It is, like I said, the start of spooky season. It's the start of our slate of spooky season themed episodes. Um, And once again, I make the, um, the, the promise that more episodes will follow closely and then I will violate that promise. And next time you'll hear from me will be uh, the 1st of January. <laughs> Seriously, my my plan is to do more episodes in October because Halloween is one of my favorite holidays. Uh, I don't know. how uh, is, is it your favorite holiday, oh, yeah. Amanda? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's... I've, I've yeah. joined the dark side and I've started to actually like christmas because i haven't worked retail hell in right like 10 plus years at this point Mm -hmm. but halloween is is my ride or die yeah and plus just more excuses to watch spooky movies which coincidentally is part of our uh it's a large part of our topic today dun 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 we got there yeah uh it's like the episode of uh uh of family guy or whatever show where they uh, or whatever movie where they say the title of the movie uh, and you're like oh there it is there it is so for playing a drinking game i need to say spooky and you know spooky season horrors many times as possible yes the next hour sweet exactly or we could have like a spooky season bingo <laughs> I don't know. Probably should have planned that in advance. But, you know, for now, just take shots. Cause. Right. So we uh, are discussing our personal history with horror. Like how we came to discover it when we were younger. Uh, what we first kind of latched on to or gravitated toward. Uh, how we progressed with it through the years. What our... Uh, how we interface with it today what we gravitate toward today and if it differs at all from our childhood um it seems a little 
sounds a little self-indulgent, but I think it'll be a fun conversation. And plus we we did, uh, I didn't get a ton of responses from the Facebook poll, uh, but I did ask the same question uh, on the Facebook group. and uh, we got a couple responses, but nothing really substantial, which is fine, because uh, I know <sighs> Facebook and all other social media with their fucking algorithms, um, like original, yeah, like the original posts that you make are are not prioritized as high as like a like a shared article from you know a news site or something. So, yeah, uh, I'm, I'll just chalk it up to the algorithm and how, like, out of our 200 members, probably 37 saw it, and then, like, four decided to interact. But it, it was a little bit of a, a beefy question to ask. So it's a, um, it's a lot of remembering. Yeah. I love that you brought the person on for this one that uh, can't remember shit, so it's going to be a fun one. I think... A lot is going to come out naturally as we as we talk and discuss. What is that wishful thinking? <laughs> I was going to say that's what she said. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's very professional. I reined it in. <laughs> You're fired. It'll be the last time. Uh, it will not be the first time that the office is referenced on this episode. I can guarantee you that because it gets referenced almost every single episode, as it should be. Right. Uh, so starting out, um, with our, our first topic uh, or our, I guess, first talking point, um, is just our very first introduction to horror. So we are, we're not just talking movies, although I'm assuming movies are the, are going to play a majority factor here with both of us. I know it is for me and probably for you as well, but I was subjected to some books and TV series and um, some video games as well, which I think qualify. So, but in terms of all those medium mediums mediums media me, media media medium mediums, mediums I don't know. Uh, out of all those, uh, all those considered, um, what uh, what were some of your your first introductions? Um, did you, uh, you know, were, were they movies, books, um, and, and be as specific as you'd like to be or as possible? The, so there's two real first experiences with horror that have nothing to do with why I like horror movies. Mm-hmm. But I was at, I, was, I guess the first one, I don't know. I don't remember time, but I was a kid and I was at. The, a friend's house that lived across the street and down in their spooky basement and they had one of the big screen TVs that weighed like 10,000 pounds that you know stuck out 7 feet in the back yeah, because like it had the- to house everything for it and if you barely touch it it was going to fall on you Right. first of all that's terrifying Yeah. second of all they had arachnophobia on yikes I have this trend that is that continues mm-hmm. to where I walk in on movies at the scariest part of the movies. <laughs> and you know this from experience because this has happened with us. And then I'm terrified for the rest of my life. Sure. Um, 
I can be in the same room with a spider. I don't have to kill them anymore. Gotcha. I mean, I'm probably going to because I don't know if they're poisonous or not. And I just assume that they're all going to kill me. Um, can never go to Australia. I'll burn it all down. No. But, uh, but yeah, when you're little and the TV is the size of a freaking wall. And there's just spiders that are bigger than your head crawling all over <laughs> in and out. And we're in the basement. And it wasn't like it was a finished basement. Mm-hmm. It was a basement where I could see cobwebs and spider webs. And I'm like, no, fuck this shit. I'm out. Y'all do what you're doing. I'm going back home across the street. This ain't okay. I'm going to dream of spiders for the rest of my life. I hate everybody. <laughs> Thanks for this. I don't know if I've actually seen the entire that entire movie i don't think i have either uh, i know i've seen parts of it because it was freaking hilarious but like recently mm-hmm. in the last like i don't know eight years or something yeah but no i'm not watching that movie fuck you that ain't happening i'm not doing that <laughs> not on my own yeah i i don't think i've seen the whole thing all the way through i uh i had a similar instance where i, I walked in on maybe i was channel surfing and i came across it um, you know, on TBS or mm-hmm. USA. Um, and I I wouldn't say that I have arachnophobia, but yeah, like... That movie didn't help anything if you didn't. It, no, it doesn't help anything. Uh, yeah. But I'll, I'll, I will probably end up watching it um, in full because there's supposed to be a remake coming out, uh, I think, next year. Yeah. Because nothing's original anymore, folks. Not a damn thing. No. Uh, some things are. Kind of, sort of. Kind of, sort of. I mean, I don't think there's any such thing as like an original idea anymore. No. Well, and there's never been such. I mean. Yeah. And that's not, not being really. But do we have to make remakes? Yeah, that's a different podcast. Whatever. It's yeah. Fine. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, different tangent, conversation. Tangent, tangent. Well, yeah. We'll, we'll shelve that for the sake of brevity. Time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> People um, tuning out. It's fine. So, so there's arachnophobia. What else? What, so, like, tell me about a movie that, uh, or, or show, or book that, like, you you came across and you're like, this here, this is my shit. I know one of them for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, I'm the Scream Queen. So, right. well, I was, I was oh, actually was going one? to say The Crow. Oh, The Crow. I didn't discover The Crow until was I was later on? I was in high school. Okay, which. Years later, I I, I think I, Crow came out in ninety six. Hang on, I have dates. Yeah, that I think that, that sounds I came prepared. Right. Yes, like nothing. You you have physical before. notes. I have uh, physical, tangible, I, not on a laptop notes. I'm I'm thoroughly impressed. I know. So the crow. I have dates. Things. Well, the only problem is, is I can't read my handwriting, and I don't think anybody <laughs> else can either. Um. And it's in no order. So this isn't actually going to be helpful, but I, I, I did try. I still don't know. But it was like 1999, 96, something like that. 94. Oh, look at that. There you go. Yeah, there you go. The so beauty of the, the Jugal like machine. Six and yeah. But uh, yeah, so, but uh, did you see Scream before that? Was, oh, was yeah. Because Scream was right around the same time as well, right? Like Yeah, 90? Scream was 96. Okay. And that kind of started the... The horror slasher venture for me. Right. Um, and then Crow came a little bit later for me just because somebody had it and let me borrow it. And, but it was in high school. Right. So came a little bit later. So w- would you say that you didn't really get into horror until maybe like your like tweens or teens? 
Or maybe a little yeah. bit later? Uh, so like seventh, eighth grade. Okay. Eighth grade, ninth grade, something like that. Yeah. 97-ish. Because I know I didn't see the first Scream in theaters. But that really was the first time I was like, this is okay. This isn't, um, not that Scream's scary. I don't, it's a slasher, not a horror. Mm-hmm. It's a, I, 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 I put it in like a slasher suspense. Yeah. 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 So I don't know if that really counts as like horrifying, like terror and, and do, but now I'm the, definitely the more slasher ones, than anything else. The so. new ones on the other hand, they're pretty, those, those definitely have a bit more like, I'm impressed. They're still chocked full of camp. Like the old oh, yeah. ones are, which is great. That's what we want. But, um, in terms of like the, 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 actual horror element of it yeah I, I think they've upped that, it yeah they've upped it a little bit it's good i like it right but yeah that was kind of the introduction um because before that it was like fred like freddy terrified me who uh freddy krueger oh, terrified yeah. me um, cause again, I walked in while somebody else was watching it at a friend's what, house. Was it the, the arms scraping against the walls in the, the alley scene? No, I saw. Was it the bedroom it scene? It was the bedroom scene with all uh, the blood and the stuff. Again, was on it a the, very the large Johnny Depp one or was it the, the, the blonde girl? I don't remember. Okay. Cause they were, it was already on in the TV and we were just kind of walking through the house, but I saw enough of it to have nightmares for the rest of my life. And I realized that I'd never needed to watch this, and then I watched it. And it yeah. As a very much an adult, and I mean within, like, the last five years. And it was fine. hmm But I had nightmares about Freddy for forever. Yeah. Like, recurrent. That, that first movie. And so I wasn't okay with that. Yeah, that first movie is fucking brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, and... and when you only see the scary part, <laughs> and that's it. I probably need therapy. That's the reason why those amazing movies that were made in like the 70s and 80s were so effective and remain so effective is because they either had no choice but to use uh, physical props and practical effects or, um, you know, like that was was their only choice Mm -hmm. Um, or that they actively sought that versus any primitive you know, uh, special visual effects that they could employ. Um, you know, like fucking Wes Craven, he built a giant gimbal so he could rotate a set upside down and pour blood (laughs) through the top of it to achieve that fucking scene. It doesn't get more metal than that. Really? That's yeah. It's, it's pretty epic. It's badass. Yeah. Um, he was, he was amazing. Yeah. So, um, for me, uh, like E.T. was, if you want to classify E.T. as like any type of horror, I think it's more like science fiction. Yeah, I'd say it's more science fiction. But and, and I I E.T. never really thought that it had some sort of horror element growing up until I talked to a couple people. We had this same conversation about like, you know, horror movies and what we grew up with. And people said that they would have nightmares after seeing E.T. And I'm like, you fucking pussy. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, like to each their own, you know, what scares one person will right. scare another and vice versa. 
but like E.T. was one of my cherished, most beloved oh, yeah. movies of my childhood. Yeah. And you don't... to hear that someone like had nightmares about it was hilarious to me. But yeah. Huh. Um, I've never I've never even heard anybody put it into a scary category. Yeah, I think it's much more like science fiction. Yeah, um, for sure. You know, it's uh, it's Spielberg after all. So, you know, he kind of, he, he knows how to ride that line of like, let's get a little spooky, but not yeah. too spooky. Yeah. You know, let's let's charge this more with like some, some sci-fi suspense than, yeah. than horror really. Interesting. Um, that's what he's good at. Yeah. So, uh, so there was that. And then... Uh, like book wise, I had scary stories to tell in the dark and the oh. Goosebumps series. Goosebumps. Yep, and those were you know I don't know how your school library was. We definitely kept them in stock. We weren't one of those imbecile mm. schools that mm-hmm. uh, just told you you couldn't read. Uh, right, and mm-hmm. they didn't carry them in the library because they're a bunch of fuckheads. Uh, but the hold list was like two miles long. Um, oh wow! So getting yeah. your hands on them, with, like you might as well just ask your parents for the the, yeah. the three book bundle for Christmas. Yeah. Um, and uh, I th- I think I had uh the one or two or maybe all three of the books at one point in time when I was a kid, and something happened to them. And I ended up a couple years back. I repurchased it because they. I don't know if you remember how they re-released them. Um, mm, for the movie? Years. No, this oh. was way before the movie. Oh, okay, okay. This was back in like the, I want to say the 2000s. Okay. They republished them with new illustrations and everyone was fucking pissed because the illustrations, while good, were not... The original. Yeah, they were not the Stephen The original Gamble. ones that you had nightmares of as a child. Correct, yeah. yes. Um, the you ones can't that face enti- your beast that way if they're not the same. Exactly. The, the, the illustrations that enticed you to read the books right. to begin with. Um, and once they re-released the books with the original um, artwork, I was like, I found it on Amazon and I was like, purchase <laughs> <laughs> i've actually never read those i haven't seen the movie either. they're really good uh i've heard they're really good it's it's all based on like existing folklore mm-hmm. uh i think some of it is rewritten and some of it is just kind of like a collected work so if you're into like folk tale folk tale horror uh then it's really good um and then you know like i said goosebumps uh i uh i was into those not as into them as like scary stories to tell in the dark but uh, i i would check those out of the library um both in the school library and the um the county library and then i i actually i remember one easter i got one of the movie adaptations in my easter basket oh wow (laughs) yeah and I was I forget which one it was, but like my dad came up behind me and scared the ever living shit out of me because nice. we had this really cool um, armchair. Uh, like it didn't have a like an ottoman or foot rest or anything, yeah. but it had a high back to it mm-hmm. um, with the the sides that yeah. kind of come out a little bit. So yeah. it's like a, a really comfortable like like larger than life chair that right. kind of like swallows you, especially if you're younger. You know, yeah. like like I was. I, I was maybe 10 or 11 and 
so I couldn't see him sneaking up behind me and he goes, rah! And like, I was pissed at him for like a week. <laughs> Why? I was like, I am never going to forgive your ass for this shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I I was able to, uh, still am hold on, able to hold on to a grudge. Um, I, I was not happy, but anyways. Um, so That's that, amazing. Yeah, and I'd say like, uh, as far as video games go, did you play any, like, no? I had, and I didn't think about it until you mentioned video games, but I yeah, had... Yeah, I meant to put that on the list as one well. One of the, I don't know, it's fine, I don't play them, so it doesn't matter. Um, I don't know what I had, but it was for N64, and it was one of the, it wasn't Castlevania, but it was in that same sort of vein. Sure. Where it had the creepy, you know, hellhounds and that kind of stuff. And so I played it a little bit. But I can't play video games, so... Right. I stopped. It wasn't because it was too scary. It was just because I was running around in circles because that's what I do. So the three... I'll, I'll name off a couple that I played and it might jog your memory. Yeah. So uh, Resident Evil. Yep. yep. Silent Hill. And oh, Dino Crisis. Which Dino Crisis was... Uh, built on the same engine as Silent Hill, I believe. Oh, so okay. like the gameplay was very similar, right? Uh, and uh, like the controls were basically the same, and just the a whole idea of like you know running around and like figuring out clues and right. stuff. Um, and then all of a sudden, just killer dinosaurs come out of nowhere and attack your face. <laughs> Sounds right. Yeah, for dinosaurs. Right. It's about how it happened. Yeah, and so it, it was basically just all the straight-up horror parts of Jurassic Park mm. um, just compiled mm-hmm. into a mm-hmm. interactive game. Nice. So Nice. But yeah, that, those were the games that I played, and of course they were all, all on the old consoles, so like N64, uh, the PlayStation 1, um, maybe something for the, the PS2, but um, yeah, and then I just... Uh, Recently, a couple months ago, I beat the uh, Resident Evil Four remake that was mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that was released this year. Do you like the remake? Loved it. Okay, uh, I like how they didn't really half-ass it and just upgrade the graphics. Like they actually revised the whole game, wh- where like it's like there's definitely a lot of lot of it that's similar. Um, Mm -hmm. in terms of the map and where to go but you will turn uh turn a corner and muscle memory will be like oh i remember this and you'll turn the corner and be like oh no this is totally different where the fuck am i (laughs) um so it's cool in that sense where like i feel like it gives you more more game for your money uh you know because Fair. it's not just a rehash with right. up- updated graphics. It's more than that. And I think they just released a DLC for it, which is pretty oh, cool. Okay. Where you get to play as Ada. Um, so, go girl power. Yay. Yeah. She's an awesome character. So, but, awesome. Um, <clears throat> so, so we've established, it seems like you, uh, most of your horror discovery is in your adolescence. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I read Goosebumps as mm-hmm. a kid, and some of those are terrifying, and then the show happened, and then that was even more terrifying, <laughs> and so I didn't watch much of that. Yeah. Um, 
They're going to do more goosebumps. But then there was, soon. I know, I heard. Yeah. It sounds like it's going to be really good. It's yeah. got Justin Long in it. I need to watch, yeah. I meant to watch the trailer and I forgot. It looks good. Um, looks fun. But I, I hear it's going to be really good. The movie that they did with Jack Black in it, mm-hmm. phenomenal. Was it? I, yeah, it was I, really I, oh, good. I it keep forgetting really that good. it's a thing, which is ridiculous yeah. because I love Jack Black. Yeah. Um, it's and so Doesn't good. he play R.L. Stein? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I haven't seen it yet. It's uh, kind it's of a, good. A it should be on your like Halloween. Like if you want to take it down a notch from just complete like jump scare horrors, right? Like for the Halloween list this year, you should add that to it. It's re- it, it was really well done in my opinion. Let's see. Let's uh, look this up uh, on. Um, okay, Netflix looks like. So oh. if you're listening huh. to this, Netflix actually has something. Look at that. I, I know. Um, they they. Mm, if, it, if it wasn't for my daughter who watches Netflix constantly mm, uh, and no Mike Flanagan's uh, new show, the, the Fall of the House of Usher, coming mm. out, then we wouldn't have Netflix. Yeah. Because other than like the new stuff that, that comes out, like the benchmarks, like Stranger Things and, right. and all that, there's no reason for us to have it That's anymore. Um, but anyways, so... Did uh, throughout this uh, these latter year discoveries in your mm-hmm. your adolescence, your teenagehood, um, did you have like a a horror sherpa per se, or someone to kind of like help you discover things, or did you find things more organically on your own? It was kind of just me on my own, but then um, I had a good friend in middle school, like seventh eighth grade. Um, shout out Jacob who his parents would take us to whatever the fuck we wanted to see at the movie theater. Nice. So we would go, and even if they didn't want to watch it, because we were young and people cared back in the day because you couldn't just buy them on your phone, like they would buy us the ticket to the R-rated horror movie and then they would go see whatever and then we'd just meet up with them afterwards. Right. Um, so that was more my gateway because getting... It depended. Like, my dad was pretty good at letting me get whatever I wanted at Blockbuster. That's right. Blockbuster. So, yeah. that dates me. That mm-hmm. that means I'm fucking old. But... Sometimes not. Like, if it was an R-rated movie, a lot of the times he had to watch it first. Mm-hmm. To be like, no, this is okay. You can watch this. Right. Um, or... And that was about it. So I didn't get a lot of horror movies that way. Sure. I wasn't as interested either. Yeah. Um, but it's always more fun when you have somebody to watch it with and, and go to the movies with and talk to about it instead of just being like, oh, I went by myself again. Yeah. It's fine. You, Which you, is nothing wrong, but like, it's more fun if you have somebody that enjoys it with you. Yeah. I feel like I would have been way more into horror and sci-fi and watching new uh, or just watching more and more horror and sci-fi as a kid, if I had friends uh, yeah. <laughs> and had friends that were into yeah. horror, uh, most of my friends they were into the the, the prototypical nerdy stuff like uh, like playing card games like um, like Magic and mm. Pokemon and stuff and video games and playing music and stuff like that. It wasn't. And like watching horror movies, and uh, it was like watching all movies. Like, you know, we would just watch whatever. Like, yeah. we weren't a bunch of kids that were partial to one genre of film. Right. We just kind of watched whatever. But um, 
Yeah, I was I was kind of in the same boat where, especially as a younger kid, like I would just I watch like I was definitely more into sci-fi. I was an alien kid, like mm-hmm. aliens, not mm-hmm. like the movie Alien yeah. slash Aliens, but but although but they're out there, aliens. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you you were the Tom DeLonge of the group. <laughs> I was. Yes. Yeah. I I was captivated and enthralled with the the subject of aliens like i it wasn't like i wanted them to be real but i I was just obsessed with like learning about right and so i think like i think my first my first like foray into that was um was maybe like fire in the sky do you remember that Mm-mm. book and movie? So I haven't read... I remember checking the book out of the library, but I didn't finish it. But I definitely saw the uh, the, the cut that they made for TV mm. and um, scared the piss out of me. Fair. Uh, but in that, like, I'm scared, but I still want to watch it because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um there's that, and then just like a an alien documentary that once again dating ourselves, I found at Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, or yep. it might have been the 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 classic and uh, rest in peace forever, Mount Juliet family video. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They uh, we would run from there all the time, and so it might have been from there where it was just uh, you know like. <sighs> I'm sure it was by today's standards, like the cheesy recreated scenes with like mm. aliens and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it'd be total cheese ball by today's standards. But uh, as a kid in like the fifth grade, like I was over at like our mutual friend Jeff's house. Yeah. Um, and shout out to Jeff Breedwell. Um, and. I remember watching it and I was like terrified. Like I just like had the covers like just pulled up to my face, ready to cover my eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, um, just cause like the big, big heads and the giant eyes. Big eyes like, and the, yeah. And the glowy, like you can kind of see through them. You kind of can't, they're coming for you. And then you've got like the bad graphics to make it even worse. Exactly. Yeah. Now they're going to come get you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that was my shit, Aliens. And nice. uh, I didn't religiously watch The X-Files. That yeah. was definitely Lindsay's thing. Um, she was going to try me on this episode, but she was tired. She had to turn in for the evening. Okay. Uh, but the, yeah, The X-Files, they they were definitely her like main yeah. gig. Uh, she would tell you that if she were here. But they, uh, I, I watched it passively as it was on TV mm. and enjoyed the hell out of that. Um, but yeah, um, I, as far as like a horror Sherpa, like someone to kind of show me the way or like introduce me to stuff that didn't really come along until I was in like high school. Mm. Um, so I guess we can kind of segue into like the, like the later years, like high school years. So I know this is when right around the time where you, you know, got into like scream and, Um, and the crow, like, yeah. like, let's let's talk about Scream, even though we did a, an entire episode. Because I can always talk about Scream, right? So, like, because it's a perfect fucking movie. It's, it's it, I'll always say it's never going to be like my jam, but I enjoy the franchise. I 
I love the movies, but like I don't love love the movies. Yeah, what, yeah. You didn't. We you 10? weren't. You weren't like born in it and bred in it and made that's, and molded into it. And, that is. Yeah, yeah. That is um, a huge part of it. Yeah. I it, think that's. I think that's why I love it so much because it really was like the first introduction to. It's like your staple. Like, yeah. It, it, it is. It's very your much ground just, zero. It's. it's 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 my safety net. It was mm-hmm. the movie you watched when you were at home sick, and the, or just you had it on all the time, or right. It's like your comfort horror. It was. It is. It still is. I. Uh, what blows my mind is some people classify the Terrifier films as their comfort horror, and I'm like, that is like my nightmare fuel. <laughs> Like, because a girl gets strung up upside down and then sawed her vagina in half, like, in that movie. Like, apparently, I haven't seen these movies. So, you have not. Um, yeah, no, it no, is. No, uh, it's not like I <laughs> that, none, of, none of what you just said sounds good to me. <laughs> um, as somebody like, that owns a vagina, might walk in and but be he, like, he's dumb. I, I got him. It's fine. It's a knife. Whatever. Yeah, I got this shit. Yeah, Ghostface would be like, I did not sign up for this. Yeah, no. Because it's going to walk right the fuck out. out. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so so it, it, Ghostface in the Scream franchise, um, it, for you, it, it's it's mostly about it just being like your first foray yeah. into. But yeah. like, is it, uh, what is it about the franchise that like like has you coming back is, is it like the 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 play on the horror genre i think so yeah. i think that's why um i like it is it doesn't take itself seriously mm-hmm. and i didn't realize at the time because i didn't watch uh scary movie jace yeah i didn't watch scary movies oh. but i didn't watch like particularly like jason because like right. you know um friday the 13th the first one tries to be a real horror movie. Mm-hmm. And the second and the third are kind of... And then it goes off the fucking rails to the deep end. And it knows that it's a movie. And mm-hmm. it's just like, we're here for the laughs. Yeah. We're going to give you some good blood splatter. But like, let's be honest. If if you're watching, thank you. And One um, and three are the best. Here you go. And apparently two is like an iconic uh, LGBTQ film. Yeah. Like... Like, I don't think it was meant to be at the, or yeah. maybe it was, but like apparently a bunch of people have classified Nightmare 2 as like this like low key uh, pro gay rights um, film, which is kind of cool. Okay. Um, Take I, it. I didn't hear, like I heard about that after I watched it, but it wasn't too, too long after mm, I watched it for mm-hmm. the first time. And I was like, I was thinking about it. I was like, it kind of makes sense. Like, yeah. you know. Um, but anyways, uh, so yeah, Scream, you know, the, it has that classic, like, yeah. you know, kind of, um, what do you call it? The, uh, the, the, uh, the, it's almost the like whole a horror. meta, like, yeah, plank. it's meta, it's horror, it's almost like horror comedy, mm-hmm. which I have found, that's why I like the slasher movies genre right. more. Because I'm always going to be more of a comedy person, yeah. Versus anything else that I could possibly watch, yeah. So the fact that you combine the two, right? It it I mean you know because there's other like um, Idle Hands, yes, classic, terrifying, no, funny, and a great movie for October, fantastic. 
Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be scared by it, but it's enjoyable and, you know, I don't enjoy... I'm discovering, especially because you, you like the jump scare movies and you like a lot of the, like, that kind of horror, and I... I like everything. I don't. I mean, I don't. We're, we're going to get into yeah. the, the the cliche uh, cliches and yeah. um, what's the other? Uh, what is the other word that I coined? Tropes. Tropes. And, yeah. yeah. Cliches and tropes. That's one of the last talking points. Yeah. We'll get to it, but we'll, we'll get there, folks. Maybe yeah. some year if I don't stop changing. Yeah. But but yeah. So. I don't know. I think because it was my first. I think it was because Scream was really my first into. Like, I had goosebumps. And, of course, like, are you know, who's, who's afraid of the dark? Like, Nick Oh, yeah. Like, we totally omitted Are like, You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. Like, a Saturday as, as a night kid. fucking staple from Snip. And I'm going to be honest. Fucking terrifying as a child. Oh, my God. Those were so scary. <laughs> they, like, I want to go back. And I haven't. They're not scary. Okay, because I'm afraid that they're Paramount Plus. Okay, because it's all because it's all Nickelodeon. Okay, yeah, Um, they're they're so much fun to watch. Watch it with a you have to with the lights on people. No, (laughs) you can. I encourage you to watch with the lights on. Anything you can do environmentally to make it more scary because they're not going to be scary because they're not scary. Okay, because they were terrifying as children. Yeah, they were terrifying as children. Yes, they were, uh, and like. They're I'm so s- glad you remembered because oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. would have kicked myself in the fucking dick <laughs> if we finished recording that, and didn't mention Are You yeah. Afraid of the Dark? Because that was a huge staple. For, yeah, because uh, it. W- but I never watched it because I was terrified of it and I knew I was going to be terrified of it. So I'd watch like the beginning with the fire because it's all nice and cool and they they did a really good job of setting the scene to make yeah. sure that you were going to be terrified. Yeah. And then they went into the story and there was only a couple if I made it all the way through. Or I'm like, okay, that's fine. I can sleep tonight. Yeah. Brandon Stimping comes on next. We're good. I turn a lot of that shit off. <laughs> it just. Do you remember the episode with the, the girl in the mirror? Like that yes. was in another dimension where she yes. walked into a mirror and like another Walker. girl walked out. Yep. Yeah. Like. So is that what they just based Black Mirror on? <laughs> the entire, like, did somebody watch that growing up and was like. Boom. I've got an entire no, Charlie, series for you. Charlie Brooker was just like, let's do a lot of meth and think of all the <laughs> downsides to the evolution of technology. Mm, like okay. anything like cool with technology um, and the evolution of it. Let's think of all the bad shit that could potentially happen. And let's let's write episodes on that. That's that's how Black Mirror <laughs> Opera. I've never seen Black Mirror, so really? yeah, no, I'm, I'm it's. Uh, I can recommend a couple episodes if okay. you want to check mm-hmm. out at least a couple, um, because you. I mean, it's an, an it's an anthology series, um, and I definitely suggest you not start at the very beginning because mm. the very beginning is it's a it's a fine episode, but I always tell people to not start okay. with it because it's. I watched it, um, and I didn't go back to Black Mirror for six months <laughs> because it was so fucked up. It wasn't. It, it wasn't scary. It's not like a scary okay. series. It, it's more like um, just like dark and okay. gritty and like fucked up. Okay, beyond recognition. A um, lot of a uh, 
a lot of social commentary, mm. um, similar to like American Psycho. Okay. Um, in, okay. In that vein, where it's uh, some of it is more thinly veiled than others. Um, some of it like really makes you think, but others is a little bit more heavy-handed, ham-fisted. However you want to say it. But um, so since you mentioned it, mm-hmm. do you classify American Psycho as a horror movie? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, because okay. yeah. I never saw it as a horror movie until literally today while doing research and you know <clears throat> my papers. <laughs> I never. I was like, "Oh, that's a horror movie." Yeah, because it's got so many. It has so much amaz- going on. I was like, "It has so many amazing comedic moments." It does, and, and it is satire. At the end of the day, yeah. it's it's yeah. like satire, but but even like horror my horror satire. comedies that I just literally said that I love, mm-hmm. I still don't classify that movie as even it is a slasher. I don't. It, it it's its own thing. Yeah. And I never, until it came up in like a list when I was like going through and trying to get dates and shit to be prepared. Cause yeah, I, I would say it's like, um, under the, like the horror subgenre mm-hmm. uh, or the, the horror genre, I'd say as a subgenre, it's like psychological horror. Yeah. Um, yeah. suspense and like a, like a horror, um, uh, what did I just say? Um, satire. Yeah. Um, because it's, like um, uh, Brett Easton Ellis, and uh, who is the author of the novel, which I highly recommend, uh, not for people with weak stomachs, because it is like <laughs> more than just the, acid in a vat. <laughs> if you think the movie is bad, holy fucking shit! The book holds absolutely nothing back, um, and it's interesting because it's written by a, a gay man, and the movie is directed by a woman, which is the most amazing combination for a book and subsequent film adaptation combo i don't pay attention to those things so i had no clue that it was directed by a woman Mm -hmm. nice uh mary heron uh, nice she she's done a handful of films but um i i honestly don't know if i've seen any of her other work but um yeah they they actually made it a point for a uh to have a female director because they thought that it wouldn't do great if um, if it I, yeah okay like kind of the same ma- mentality they brought to uh similar mentality to mad max fury road yeah uh is directed by a man edited by a woman because if it was directed by a man and edited by a man it'd just be another would've... fucking fast and furious movie yeah it would have gone off the rails um but edited by a woman kudos to um i think it was uh um, was uh, old dude's wife maybe or just longtime business partner hmm. uh, who's the editor um, she had to comb through like 60 hours of footage I think like and, and pick two and a half hours <laughs> to make a movie she did a great job because I uh, love that movie right but it's the fucking tits damn yeah i know it's i i, I want a director's extended cut because now i need to know if it's just like a fast and furious like post-apocalyptic like episode or... right have you have you seen the chrome version that's in black and white no i haven't it's amazing I so okay. uh it's obviously you lose a little bit with like 
no color because of like all the fireworks and stuff yeah. that go off yeah, 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 yeah. and just the, the whole you know australian setting yeah. of of terrifying horror exactly yeah Um, because it's australia fuck that place sorry if you're from australia but how the fuck are you alive um actually i don't i think they might have filmed in south uh south africa i hope so they probably had less casualties that way (laughs) less people being eaten by giant um man-eating spires probably australia's terrifying the more i learn about it the less you want to go that yeah no (laughs) i always wanted to go always wanted to go not anymore not anymore there there's way too many things that'll kill me and i'm yeah too much not okay with it um so uh let's see the googles which apparently is turned 25 which (laughs) i'm just gonna get my walker out um (laughs) all right grandma let's get you home <laughs> That's gonna be me in about thirty minutes. Right. Uh they classify uh American Psycho's thriller horror. Mm-hmm. I can Sounds see it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. <clears throat> so our uh, our next section is I called it the uh, the scariest of the scaries, which is very uh <laughs> very official and sounds very yep. uh, you know, yep. poetic and professional. Uh, so we're, we're going to talk about, you know, the things that hit the hardest, you know, I, I know we've already discussed some of the stuff we saw in our, our childhood years, our formative years that, you know, made us be like, nope, eh. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, either walk out of the room or turn the, uh, turn the tube off. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, and you know, this isn't exclusive to stuff that, um, you know, like, obviously I, I put like. Hey, if this is, um, you know, something that scared you away from the genre for a period of time, this definitely needs to go in here and you know, so we can talk about it. Um, but overall, it's just stuff that like, you know, had the m- most profound impact, um, you know, when we were, when the ball really started getting rolling and, we, you know, we were watching more and more mm-hmm. horror. Um, so... What say ye, frack? I. <laughs> it is a little weird for you to call me frack. That's Actually, fine. What uh, what scared the piss out of you? Um, <laughs> either to or uh, not necessarily to the point of not wanting to uh, visit the horror genre ever again. Let's let's start with that. Was there ever a movie, a horror movie, where you were like, mm, maybe horror isn't for me? Like, did it ever get to that point with any any movies? Not to where it was scary. Okay. So, obviously, like, the first venture into, like, Nightmare on Elm Street, where I just literally came into, like, one of the most horrifying scenes ever, and sure. then terrified us for forever as a child. Um, I will make mention, because I didn't say it earlier... Oh I now know better as an adult, mm-hmm. but as a child, the previews for Leprechaun were terrifying. <laughs> However, <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's like a Leprechaun in the Hood movie, so like obviously, mm-hmm. it's not scary. I, I still have not seen any of the Leprechaun movies. I don't I think just... that anybody ever should. <laughs> From what I've heard of people that have actually watched them, is that there's no reason to. Sure. 
put the fucking previews as like i don't know eight ten year old something bullshit right you know pussy ass scared child were terrifying because they're tiny and like the makeup's good Mm -hmm. like they do a good job with the makeup on them and like it's terrifying and i think that coupled with arachnophobia and like freddy and like all this stuff and i was like i don't like horrors for me like i'm good i don't think i need nightmares all the time (laughs) the goosebumps was fun and it was fine because it was a book and i don't know what the difference between a book and watching it is for me but like that was fine right some of them were terrifying scary but not like oh my god like visual i think it's the visual nightmares of it but then, like, as an adult and, like, watching movie, like horror movies, the only really one where it's like, mm, yeah, I just, I, I'm going to put this on the back shelf and I'm not going to come back to it. Fucking Final Destination 2. <laughs> like, and it's the damn logging truck. <clears throat> yep. No one. Where the tree goes through, where the log goes through somebody's face. Mm-hmm. I still will not be behind a logging truck no no Why don't do would that you? or anything with pipes there's a lot of trucks in nashville with ladders and pipes yep and logging trucks and a lot of things on the outside of vans and trucks and vehicles yeah if it's if it's not and a i semi- don't want to be behind you yeah if it's not an 18 wheeler that's carrying a, a traditional run-of-the-mill uh 18 wheeler cargo mm-hmm. case yeah. whatever the fuck you call it trailer uh tra- oh my god <laughs> <laughs> holy shit uh the yes. funny part is is it took me long, that long to come up with the word so you're welcome well yeah. i appreciate it thank yep. you that's why you're here um <laughs> <laughs> uh if it's not that uh i will not drive behind it yeah no uh, that shit not yeah. doing it not doing it i'm not getting a freaking you know but that's pvc just, pipe through my eye or but, uh, that's just a testament to how incredible that movie was. Mm-hmm. Um, are you having trouble with that bottle? No, I didn't want it to just like open up on the. Oh, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just okay. hold it right up to the right up thing. to the thing. It'll be yeah, um, that movie was like the first two Final Destination films are so like culturally impactful. Like they. Mm-hmm. They were so groundbreaking in what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, it was. Now, did you see the first one before the second one? Yes. I okay. Did. Yeah. I so when we went and saw it, I had never seen any of them, mm-hmm. and I think because again, I'm a pussy, mm-hmm. and I knew, like, just the thought of the first Final Destination. I was like, that's either going to be stupid or it's going to terrify me for life. So I'm cool. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's like, hey, we're going to go see the second one. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to the movies tonight. So. Right. And then on the way home from the movies, after I'm already terrified and we're in the car Mm -hmm. and then we hit the bump as we come off the freaking off of Briley Parkway and we hit the bump and the radio goes out in Lindsay's car. (laughs) And I jumped out of my skin (laughs) because like, oh, God, it's happening. It's happening. The movie's coming to life. Not okay. Yeah. Those Not movies okay. are I have effective. watched it since then. Mm-hmm. 
same feeling. Right. Didn't hang around as long as the first time. And I have right. since watched the first one. Yeah. But it's taken me a minute. Yeah. No, those movies, they're good. Uh, they're... I mean, they definitely go off the rails mm. uh, with the, the the latter films that were mm. like basically straight to DVD. Um, <clears throat> but I, I do have high hopes for the new one uh, that's, I think, coming out slated for next year. Um, I'm excited for it. So, And they just announced uh, earlier this week that Tony Todd is returning as um, the this, this scary dude that pops in for one scene and nice. talks about fate and death and sometimes bees. Um, as, as he does. You're the kind of man. Legend has begun. Not to die under the sun. So out of like the five people that are listening... If you are a, a Ice Nine Kills, if you've fan, made it this far, know, thank you. May know, right? Yeah, <laughs> they might not be anyone the fucking listening. Whatever, we're um, having fun. That's fine. But uh, yeah, listening to my crooning, um, it's so sexy. Uh, but so it was Final Destination for you. What mm-hmm. else in your in like your your teens? And that was really it. As far as now, I will say also, um, I may or may not have kept the TV in my bedroom unplugged for a very long time after watching The Ring. The three of us went to go see that, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, because I walked and- into the wrong theater right at the wrong time. <laughs> and, uh, Right at the most pivotal part where she's in the closet for the first time. It's the, the first closet scene. And I walk into the wrong theater. And that's what shows up as I like, as soon as you walk down to the end of the ramp and you're about to go upstairs to find your seats back before, so, you know. So did you, you went to the right movie, but the wrong theater. Correct. Okay. So it was like opening weekend when we went to see the ring and I was meeting you guys after work. Right. Because I had to close shoe hill. So you guys had already went and got a seats because they're was no such thing as assigned seating, assigned seating or recliner seating that for really that matter. Is small tangent that's like one of the best inventions it, it is it is amazing um mainly because things like this don't happen then but they were playing like it was in like four or five theaters and well, i yeah. just went to the wrong theater and i walked in and once i realized that the movie was already playing and looked at the time mm-hmm. i was like oh shit i'm in the wrong place and as soon as i get to the end and i'm looking up for you guys it turns to where she's in the closet for the first time jump scare and that's what i see for standing there and i'm like oh shit what did i just get us into (laughs) and so even out of context even out of context it was terrifying that yeah terrifying i mean the makeup job oh yeah fantastic that they i i don't know who they had as um samara um oh yeah that was um uh anyway sorry um my brain was trying to go in like 15 different lanes at one time but uh yeah whoever they had for makeup um and practical effects for that movie they knew like everyone understood the assignment for that Mm -hmm. fucking movie because they 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 had gore verbinski direct that movie you know what gore verbinski has directed like fucking national treasure and like the pirates of the caribbean movies (laughs) 
which are amazing movies, okay? But not... But not The Ring. The Ring is wildly heralded as one of the most fucking terrifying films of all time. Rightfully so. But it's directed by like a a family adventure director. And like, it just makes me giddy every time. Like I I use any fucking excuse to bring that up in conversation. Because I had no clue. Not one. Um, I I don't know movie facts like you guys do. I'm not a walking encyclopedia. See, like I used to not give a shit. Yeah. Like, uh, and I bored Lindsay to death uh, all day, every day with like... An inane, like, my husband does the same thing it's fine yeah which is it. why it's a, a crime against humanity that he's not here right now i know it's okay, future yeah. episode yeah um but yeah like i used to not be into like movie trivia and like learning behind the scenes mm-hmm. stuff uh just for whatever reason like i just i wanted to watch it and then you know if i liked it i liked it if i don't then you know, did I you never... watch the extras or the bonus tape because it had to be an entire tape in the day for like the behind the scenes stuff on movies or has it just been more recent with like the podcasts and the imdbs and the things where you've kind of <sighs> gone down that road a little bit of everything okay. um I, i'd say like the availability of knowledge mm-hmm. um and you know with the internet and um you know what's available on imdb and um you know that has certainly helped but also the um just wanting to support directors that uh, and studios that will allow directors to make extended director's cuts and release them on physical media, which is very important. I won't even touch that tangent because I will never shut up about it. Um, but uh, yeah, just... You know, it's it's a little bit of everything uh, as to why now I am just all about like, because it's like, you know, when you talk to other like cinephiles, like I've learned a lot of stuff through osmosis. Like, you know, like I used to, I remember the first time I heard like the term like exposition dump and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? What the um, fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, you know, a way to... Uh, explain stuff uh why stuff happens in movies and so i would just learn things through like podcasts and you know uh, paying attention when other people are talking that are smarter than me that's another thing is like i i went through this period where i would be insanely jealous of people that were like smarter than me and knew more stuff than i did and then gradually over time i became less jealous and more like I want to be your friend uh, because Mm. I figured out that if I could put petty jealousy aside, I can become your friend and learn shit for free. Yeah. (laughs) Instead of like having to go to school, you know? It's the only way I know history is because Ashley. So (laughs) exactly. Yeah. Good friend. Shout out to Ashley. Um, She has been on the podcast uh, at least once or twice before. But uh, yeah, shout out to Ashley. She needs to get back on here too. Yeah, we we had discussed her coming back on sometime soon. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, uh, so for me, I I didn't have anything that scared me away from this genre, but I did have stuff that scared the shit out of me. Um, Such def- as definitely the ring. Um, yeah, the Grudge was in the same vein, but 
it wasn't less because it it wasn't as scary yeah and it was in the middle of the japanese american yeah horror remake boom and the 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 mid because of the ring yeah pretty yeah, much the, the ring kind of kick-started that yeah did you see the original yeah, Ringu. Ringu. yeah. yeah. Uh, I haven't How's seen it compare? The, the sequel. Um, so it's good. I, okay. I liked it. Okay. Um, I'm too chicken shit to see because I'm just assuming that it's going to be worse. Um, so. No, it's it's just different. Okay. Um, okay. It, it's like trying to compare the book The Shining to the movie The Shining. Mm, okay. And if you know anything about either uh or both then you know it's like apples and oranges like there's uh, like structurally like plot and characters like it's the same but the way those characters act in the book versus the movie is very uh polar opposite at times um so uh yeah the shining is another good example it's i wasn't um super scared of the shining but it had its moments like mm-hmm. I, I i'd say that on rewatches i was more scared because i mm. had a better understanding of more the like the more the more adult themes in it ah uh, yeah okay um and so the, that's kind of how a lot of horror has been for me um is i'll get more out of it and maybe find it even more scary as i get older because i'm like oh i didn't pick up on this when i was younger oh i can relate to going absolutely fucking insane with being alone for a month in the middle of nowhere with no outside contact and yeah. uh yeah that's what's gonna happen exactly gonna go insane um that's but, a lot more relatable now yeah so i'd say so i mentioned the ring uh but before that when um I mean, that was in high school, but also in high school. My buddy Nick, he had a couple of older brothers, um, and one of them was super into horror, and he would introduce Nick to certain horror films, and then Nick would show them to me when we would have uh, sleepovers. And um, it wasn't a ton, because still at the time, like, horror wasn't, like, my jam. Like, I wasn't, it was just kind of, something that was there and I didn't actively seek out. But if someone recommended it, I was like, sure, let's give it a watch. Try anything that's kind of a thing. Yeah, that was the first time I watched American Psycho. And it was the first time that I watched The Exorcist. And I'd say if I had to pick the top, my top five most influential movies, those two would definitely be in my top five. Interesting. Along with The Ring. Um just because I, I watched them at such a, a, a formative age in my my, my horror uh, mm-hmm. adventure. And so American Psycho, it just, you know, like, <clears throat> obviously I, I was too, I was just a little too young to understand the satire of it. Right. So when I watched it, what I mostly got out of it was just this crazy fucking psycho conceited <laughs> businessman Mm -hmm. that had these crazy monologues about music and how he was jealous over other people's business cards (laughs) and (laughs) 
mm-hmm. mad that other people got restaurant reservations uh, <laughs> that he could not secure. Um, and so it was like a horror comedy. Like mm-hmm. it was for me, uh, it was less satire and more of a horror comedy. Yeah. Um, which I, I think an argument could be made that still, yeah. yeah. Um, but like I said, since I didn't really understand the satire uh, part of it yet, um, that's that's kind of how I approach it. And so, like, it became one of my most quoted movies. Like, you know, walking mm-hmm. around the halls in high school, and you know, on the weekends, just like quoting movies. Like we would, uh, we would quote that movie like all the time, just like, "Hey, Paul!" <laughs> and like, his has a watermark. I fucking hate him. <laughs> Just like silly shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like I said, that that one, and then The Exorcist. Uh, so as you know, I you know was baptized, confirmed, grew up Catholic, mm-hmm. and uh, not by choice. Um, I was forced to go to church every Sunday, indoctrined yeah. into the that, that's how church gets you. Yep, and I went to I uh, weird kicker. I went to public school up until ninth grade and then i went to private catholic high school um and um so i don't know if growing up with that background i feel like it does have uh, a bit of influence on how the exorcist really shaped my my uh my personal background with horror I, I I feel like it it can't just be coincidence, right? Yeah. Like I I feel like it has. It's definitely gonna make it more personal for you. Yeah. Um, but man, I will give so, you that relatability factor into it. Right. So you've seen The Exorcist, right? Mm-hmm. Have you seen any of the extended cuts? They go by many names, but I think for the most part, it's just. Yeah, like just one extended cut. Um, no, I've only seen the seen the original. I believe. Are you familiar with the spider walk scene? Oh yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was not in the th- original theatrical yeah. cut. That was released. Now, whether the- I saw that in the actual movie or just clips from it, sure. or but yes, the spider walk because right. that is, that is terrifying. So that is uh, that is probably the most pivotal scene in the movie for me. Uh, mm-hmm. One of them, but <clears throat> um, definitely uh, it's definitely up there because it, it fucking comes out of nowhere. Like you know, there's uh, there's a lot of other scenes as the possession of Reagan um, just increases and gets worse and worse throughout the film. Um, you know, there's like all these signs, like you'll hear banging coming from her room and they go upstairs and, you know, she's bouncing around on the bed and then, you know, then there's another scene where you hear banging upstairs and they go upstairs and she turns her head around and she's stabbing herself in the vagina with a crucifix and, you know, it just escalates. But this scene, she's just talking with, um, I, I think her, one of her filmmaking friends or, um, or maybe one of the priests, I, I can't remember. Um, and just all of a sudden, like, she turns her head slightly towards the stairs and, like, this most horrified look on her face. And you just see Reagan just 
like coming down the stairs, you know, bent over backwards in that spider crawl. And I just like, I was like, I'm out, what? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are we watching? Mm-hmm. Um, and like one of one of my really good friends that um, he has the uh, the Don't Be Crazy podcast. My good friend Zach, he um, he did not have the quote unquote pleasure of watching this film at a at a, at a young ish age or growing yeah. up with it. And this is just another prime example of you know what shapes you as a a young person as you see it as a young person mm-hmm. versus you know seeing a a classic film a little bit later in life like he didn't see it until like last year for the first time oh wow okay and i cannot imagine seeing it as a 35 year old like uh, and he was like i hated it i was bored to death and that was me i was i was late high school or just out of high school when I saw it. Mm-hmm. And our mistake was we saw either Exorcist 2 or Exorcist 3 first, which you don't have to watch those. It's fine. Um, we'll talk about the Exorcist 3 here in a little bit in our uh, cliches fair. Uh, part because it's a lot of one them. of the caveats yeah. for we're going to talk about jump scares. But like, so we watched those first and then we're like, oh, some bitch, let's go and we'll get the original. And mm. cause I hadn't seen it and I went and saw it and bored to <laughs> tears. And the same thing. And the people get on to me cause they're like, you love horror and you love this, but you don't like Halloween. Like the move, like Mike Myers. And I'm like, no, because I'm bored to tears. It is so slow. And I think that's why I like the slashers. They move really quickly. Right. There's always something happening. Which is funny because like and Halloween is a slasher. But it is so not. So slow. It is oh my God. not like Scream. Like, no. It couldn't be any mm. more different. Yeah. Like, I mean, there, there are uh, there's a knife wielding baddie. And that's about it. Yeah. That, that's the only thing they're going for. Which is why I really keep cool on... Really cool masks. Cool. Yeah. That's it. I, uh, which is why I keep on recommending David Gordon Green's Halloween trilogy. Yeah. yeah. I need to... Because, like, the classic Halloween fans, they, at best, they are partial to them. Um, the 2018 one, the one that kicked off the new trilogy, mm-hmm. um, that one is pretty universally liked by all halloween fans old and new um but that's kind of where it starts to be like yeah like yeah but anyways um so yeah i'd say a combination of just me being a little bit younger i'd say i was maybe about a, a freshman or sophomore uh, in high school when I saw it. So a combination of just being that, that right age and coming from a Catholic background. We're like... Like, Catholics aren't really, like, a necessarily like a doom and gloom type of religion. At least not all the time. Uh, we make up for it with, like, our, our pedophilic priests. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're, we're not like... It, 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 the, yeah anyways um 
so to see like the dark side of like Catholicism right. with exorcisms and I need a young priest and an old priest and pea soup vomit and heads doing 360s mm-hmm. um it's it, like it was I was like oh uh I don't like god and religion anymore <laughs> I was like, what if all this is bullshit? <laughs> um, Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so there it is, Dad. If you're, you know, curious, like, that's that's probably it. Is, you know. The exorcist. <laughs> yeah, it's the exorcist. The exorcist is what did it for you. Yeah. Um, I also, I checked the book, The Exorcist, out of the library. Uh-huh. The book is excellent. I okay. highly recommend the book. Um, if you uh, weren't scared by the movie or found it boring, I'd recommend the book because um it's it's also very good um, huh. and you know it's it's one of those things where like it's uh only limited by your imagination so okay uh same goes with american psycho read that book um i read i i almost uh, for the exorcist i almost watched the movie and then read the book back to back pretty close together uh within the same year but American Psycho, you know, like I said, I saw that in high school. I didn't read the book until like a year and a half ago, two years ago. It was like at the start of the pandemic where it was like no one has anything to do except yeah, what we have to do indoors. And I started getting really into audiobooks. And it's it's an amazing book. Um, like I said, very fucked up and violent, um, but excellent. Um, and, uh, so, so yeah, like, you know, um, sorry, I kind of talked for quite a while about that. It's fine. I feel like, but, um, yeah, like I said, there's, there's nothing that really scared me away from the genre, but there were definitely films that spooked me. Um, also Battle Royale, that was another, uh, that's a, I, I think it's South Korean um, that uh, uh, my friend Nick from high school introduced me to. Uh, it is kind of like Squid Game. Um, if, mm. uh, for for people that aren't familiar with Battle Royale but are familiar with stuff uh, that <laughs> came out recently, <laughs> so it's uh, uh like all these um like young kids like ranging from like elementary to high school they wind up on on an island. And it's it's kind of like Lord of the Flies yep. uh, meets Squid Game, where they like they have to. This uh, movie or, is or like fucking Games. terrifying. Yeah, I've seen this. Okay, believe yeah. it or not, mm-hmm. I have seen this one. Yeah, doesn't so, happen often, folks. <laughs> um, this movie is fucking terrifying. It's yeah, it's crazy. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I remember it being. Well, it, it was crazy enough for me to remember pivotal scenes uh, and the overall gist and how it was mm-hmm. i mean it was uh the hunger games before hunger games was a mm-hmm. thing um except this was way more violent and yep. fucked up like asian cinema holds nothing back uh it is they're terrifying off right. the fucking charts yeah um what uh so i know i had in the notes 
discussing horror at an early age, like some of the, um, like, are there downsides uh, or cons to watching horror or being exposed to horror at an early age? Um, do we do we want to talk about this at all? Do yeah. you have any thoughts? Well, um, I use Scream as a babysitter for my two-year-old cousin. Okay. So I'm 11 years older than her, and she's two or three. My cousin Hannah and uh, this was back in the day. Oh, back in the this day, like videotape, like, like way back in the day. Yeah. And so I'm like 11 or 13, and she's two or three, mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't want to have a two or three year old playing with me. So Scream happened to be on, and I put her in front of it, and she loved it. And I was like, jackpot, figured this out. Excellent. On loop, on loop. And then she would just ask my mom, she's like, can I watch Scheme? I want to watch Scheme. And I'm like, yes, you can. Come right on with me, because I don't have to watch you. Sit right here. And she would sit at the end of the bed, and she'd watch it the entire time. She turned out fine. She's fine. She's good. (laughs) No problems that I cause. Everyone has problems. Everybody has problems. I don't don't think I'm the one that caused them, but... Exactly. uh, I think we're... I know a lot of kids that watch a lot of scary movies at very younger ages, and so far they're fine. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think it mold. It, it, all kids are going to be different, right? exactly. They're, they're going to react differently, and you know, n- horror isn't going to be something for everyone. Um, you know, I I have a a good friend, one of my uh, good friends, and. Uh, previous guests on the podcast um shauna she exposes her kids uh exposed her kids at a very early age to lots of horror movies lots of different horror movies um and uh, like uh the child's play series Mm. is like one of her kids favorite uh favorite movies of all time (laughs) i can see that yeah so, I mean, maybe there's something to be said about, you know, hooking them while they're young. Yeah. You know. And I think, too, it's maybe generational. Because we were kind of grew up with horror movies and things that our parents really didn't. I mean... 70s had like Halloween and Texas Chainsaw Massacre and mm-hmm. Last Hound. So they had plenty of horror movies. They are all very, very fucking slow. <laughs> yeah, it's and uh, I can't. The the pickings were slim, but but it was terrifying to them. Mm-hmm. And so Texas Chainsaw Massacre is still terrifying. Like if you put yourself in this situation, oh yeah, I've like passed houses Bill, and I'm Bill like, Billy nope, Moore. nope. That there's a man that's gonna come running <clears throat> out of that house and they're gonna have a chainsaw and they're gonna eat me and I'm not gonna stop here. We're gonna keep going. I see those houses and that's the thought that goes through my head. But the movie doesn't terrify me. I don't know. That's fair. I mean, it, it's the thought more so than watching the movie, just because the movie's so fucking slow. Even the remake, God damn it, Rob Zombie, what the fuck. Anyway, <laughs> didn't he make the remake? When the one that came out on Netflix last year, or are you? No, I'm thinking Rob Zombie did. Uh, 
the Halloween, uh, the Halloween. remakes back in did. the late late aughts. All right, never never mind. Um, I can't remember who did the the. I mean, there's been a billion there has Texas been Chainsaw Massacre sequels. There's been a Leatherface, which was actually pretty good. Um, but the 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 requel that came out last year on Netflix, mm-hmm. I actually I, I liked it a lot. Um, it wasn't great, but <clears throat> that's never stopped me from liking a movie. Fair <laughs> and enjoying it. Um, but. But yeah, um, you know, I I think, you know, um, I'd say, I mean, th- this conversation kind of transcends, like, what is being a good parent? Like, that's not really what we're talking about. Yeah, no. What, what is mostly, what, what I mostly wanted to get at is, like, you know possible downsides or upsides to to watching horror at an early age you know um i mean it broadens your horizon and it broadens your knowledge and scope of things yeah and i think it's good if ups everything has an ups and down but like if you can as somebody who's talking that does not have children so i'm not can't say that you want to take my advice but if you show them hey this is a movie like i think it's very important to distinguish the difference between movie Mm -hmm. life right and maybe you know there's some things in the movie that you you need to still be terrified of in life but like there's a big difference like movies don't have to give you nightmares and they don't have to Sure, it's fun to be terror and it's fun to be scared. Yeah. But can you learn from it? Like one thing I mean you know, I don't know. I think the more you're exposed to, the more it forms who you are. So Yeah. Why not at an earlier age instead of having to figure it out later in life? I don't know. And that's that's one of the great things about horror uh, in general, is like it's it's such a creative genre. Yeah. And it's such a diverse genre. It's, I mean, it's become low key one of, uh, uh, not one of my favorite genre of movies mm-hmm. uh, over the last couple of years, just from discovering and watching more and more horror and realizing what all it has to offer. You know, I have been utterly terrified and have cried like a fucking baby within one single horror movie. Like that is, that is the power of it. Like, uh, you know, we're like, you know, an hour in, I'm like an inch away from like shielding my eyes. Yeah. And like, like the movie, um, before I wake, which is on Netflix, it's a Flanagan movie. Mm. Um, I won't go into detail, but yeah, like very scary. But at the end, I was crying like a fucking baby because that's what Mike Flanagan does really well is like um, drawing those parallels of horror and monsters and psychological terror to real life emotions 
and kind of like making those monsters literal manifestations of your your personal trauma mm-hmm. and what you're personally afraid of. Um, and that's one of the things that I love about horror the most is just that it has that ability to to bring those to the screen and all the creative ways that directors and filmmakers can can do that. Yeah. So, um, and I think like, you know, going back to the, you know, um, to this particular subtopic, I think it's kind of a good idea uh, to, to watch it, uh, to have parents watch with their kids because they can kind of explain what's going yeah. on. Like you were kind of hinting a little bit at this a few minutes ago, but, you know, especially if it's like older, like right. King Kong, like you uh, you can kind of explain like you know maybe you didn't grow up with king kong you know that's an old ass movie but maybe you you've done your homework and you know by now quite a bit about the movie and yeah. so as the movie's going on you can explain certain things to your kids um and having that uh, film education alongside watching it or getting that education after really helps broaden the scope of your understanding of the movie, I think, and, and helps right. you appreciate it more. Maybe you, it doesn't change your mind on whether you actually like it and are willing to revisit it, but appreciation, right? you know, so... I can appreciate things and not have to uh, ever watch them again. Exactly. Yeah. Like there's plenty of things like that. I'm like, I can appreciate that. Never watch it again. (laughs) Usually those are the movies that like psychological horror movies Mm -hmm. where you're like, that was great. I am never watching this ever again. Is there anything that you can think of off the top of your head? Not, I, yeah, no. Sorry to put you on a spot. No, 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 you're good. I was trying to think of it earlier, but like, the Green Room. God, the movie's we'll fucking watch again. nuts. Oh, yeah. like Terrifying. We'll yeah, watch it again. I, um, I tried to rewatch it, it, and fucked I think up. I made it a third of the way through. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I had to stop. I was like, this is just too, too hard much. to rewatch. It's, mm-hmm. it's just so intense. I'm not um, mad that I watched it. Um, not mad I watched it, but never ever gonna do that again yeah that was, once is enough sometimes once one and done is fine mm-hmm. yeah much uh like, never so um next section is uh or the the last section horror through the ages so um we're talking about basically stuff that is more contemporary to our our current um, time in life. Um, so, starting off, like, is there any crossover between? Obviously, there is. Um, but let, let's discuss crossover between what you were into when you were younger versus what you're into now. Um, you know, is uh, is there anything that you've grown out of? Is there anything that you've doubled down on? Um, you know, shit like that. Um, well, the great part now is that 
the things that I liked are now super popular again. <laughs> so I'm getting a lot of new screen movies. Right. But I've I have noticed that I used to just say that I loved horror movies. And especially with you and some other people like, oh well this is this. And I'm like, yeah, I don't like any of that. Um let me rephrase it. I like slasher movies. Okay. Um and I think I've doubled down really hard on that. Um and 80s like Abe uh, my husband has really turned me on to because he watched a lot of the like slasher horror like 80s ones mm-hmm. so like Chopping Mall oh my god and, that movie's oh amazing god, amazing uh, oh my god what's the name of it uh, I was gonna say Babysitter's Club but that's not a horror movie in the traditional sense uh, is it Sleepover Camp uh, yeah that might be it yeah. Sleepover Camp or um uh the the sorority one. Oh um, yeah that one's great too yeah i i can't remember what it's yeah, called there's uh, one called sleepaway camp and there's one oh my gosh i don't remember one but of they're my, so good yeah one of my recent favorites is um death spa like I know I recommended it to you a while back. Yes. Have you seen it? Yet? I haven't yet. Yeah, it's uh, it's not uh, technically a slasher, but it's in that same vein of like goofy, campy '80s horror, mm-hmm. uh, where just people get picked off one by one. But it's in it's in like a like a a, a gym, like a you know like a Gold's Gym type like gym and spa oh yeah that's situation weird. yeah yeah where yeah, like yeah, yeah. the building gets evil <laughs> and just starts picking people off in the most creative ways possible that's amazing i need to watch that yeah, and, and i tuned into it expecting this goofy piece of shit that i was going to be like yeah this is a piece of shit uh like chopping mall but i love it for that exact reason and it was goofy but it was fucking incredible like i i thought it was a genuinely amazing film um so that's uh, amazing yeah i'm I'm asking him to see if he can figure out the one that i'm trying to think of but like there's so many good i guess i really do like the comedy horror movies Mm -hmm. more than straight up horror and i can't I don't like jump scare movies for the sake of jump scare. It worked really well for The Ring. Mm-hmm. Probably because a lot of that was because it was pretty new. Yeah. Like the idea of a jump scare. And you, as you go back and you watch like some of the older um, Slumber Party Massacre. Yes. Slumber Party Massacre. Go. That's it. Classic. Oh my God. It's amazing. I like that kind of stuff. Um, I've gotten into a lot of that. But... Uh, same kind of movie, um, the um, Black Christmas, like the original Black oh, Christmas. Oh, yeah, the original Black Christmas, yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, anyways, sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. I don't know. Old age just kicked in. Yeah, I knew I shouldn't have interrupted you. No, you're fine, it doesn't. I was already distracted. Uh, but you were talking about, like, horror comedies. Yeah, but, like, uh, horror comedies. Um, did you see Much freaky? more my jam. But, like... Uh, jump scares yeah that's right i don't like like the nun and the whatever and the loud music and the turning of the face and the the just to make you jump for the sake of jumping Mm -hmm. 
fuck off. I don't care. I don't want to have to jump every time. Yeah. And it can be like even a more serious horror movie and like to where you actually feel scared. And an occasional jump scare is fine. I don't need it every five seconds. I don't enjoy it. Mm -hmm. For the love of God, stop screaming at me. (laughs) I don't need random screams just for the sake of a scream. Yeah. Just to make me scared. Everything else about the movie should make me scared. I don't need a random, like, sound or just a turning or a dropping of something to make me scared. Sometimes that really adds to a movie. Mm-hmm. But I've noticed a lot lately since maybe the Conjuring movies and a few other movies like The Nun and all that kind of stuff where they're just, to me, and I say that because I haven't really watched them. I've only watched parts and bits and pieces because I realized what was happening mm-hmm. and stopped caring. I was like, I don't need to, I don't need to see this. Right. Like... I'm not going to say that they're not going anywhere, but they're not going in a direction that I want it to go into. Sure. That's fair. Whereas there's a lot of horror movies lately. I feel like the horror genre in itself has gotten, has blown up probably because we were all raised eighties, nineties with horror movies. And Mm -hmm. now the people that are making the movies are the ones that is are you know, they're us basically going, we love this and we want more of it. So I think honestly, a big factor in that is the uh, the theater, the box office, mm-hmm. is because you you look at what draws people to the theater, which movies, which genres. It is superhero and horror. action movies and horror. Yeah, because people love watching horror with and a it's... bunch of other people in a giant dark room. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else on this earth like that experience. Nope. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Um, Well, for me, uh, there's, I mean, I don't think there's really anything that I grew out of. Um, Aliens is the only thing that you could really potentially get close to, but I Is that just because there haven't been any good alien movies? Kind of. Because that seems like that was very much a genre of the late 80s, early 90s, and mm-hmm. then kind of faded away. Like, yeah. there's still some out there that's not specifically aliens yeah. or predators kind of a thing. Right, yeah. Um, like, that idea hasn't, I think, there hasn't been as many in that genre. So. Signs. The two, yeah. So, there were signs. Um the two most recent that I'd say are amazing, obviously, Nope by Jordan Peele. Mm. Um, fucking incredible. Um, if you haven't seen it, seen it. I haven't seen it. I need to see it. Uh, I can lend it to you. Oh, wow. Um, I have it on digital and Blu-ray and 4K. So Yes. Mm, yeah, it's quite shallow and pedantic. Um, <laughs> have any gray poupon to go with that? Gray poupon? <laughs> poupon what? Uh, <laughs> um, yes, so that was great. And then one that just came out on Hulu that Lindsay and I watched the other night called um, No One's Going to Save You, which is oh. a fucking amazing title. Um, it has... One of the girls from Booksmart, um, Olivia Wilde's directorial debut oh, yeah, from yeah, yeah. 
years a couple years back um which wasn't horror but no one's gonna save you is um not directed by olivia wilde i forget who the director is but um very very little dialogue it's it reminded me a lot of a quiet place another great alien movie Mm -hmm. um but it's a yeah there's really like she's literally the main character there's other characters in it but they're basically background actors Mm. uh and even with our main character we don't get a lot of dialogue um and it's like a alien invasion and a home invasion mixed into one uh Mm -hmm. it's pretty damn incredible like it and it, it keeps you guessing like i did not expect the ending very very cool ending i wouldn't say uh, a twist really but not a twist but just something that i didn't expect Um, okay so yeah definitely recommend that uh it is uh like uh, what was the title um no one's going to save you yeah very good um have you seen blackburn Yes, I, I you recommended that to me. Mm-hmm. I put it off for the Love longest time it. because it didn't come recommended really by anyone yeah. except you, who like I finally, love it. Yeah, and I so I I was just waiting for it to hit streaming somewhere because I didn't really feel like spending the money on it. Yeah, that's fair. And so I, I think it finally hit like HBO Max or something mm-hmm, like that, mm-hmm. Paramount Plus maybe. And um, I loved it. Like it's, it's not great. Yeah. But it's got some. I mean, it, it's like horror Superman. Yeah, pretty like, much. Uh, and like, did you hear that they're doing a sequel? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, which I am excited. I'm for. intrigued. Yeah, uh, I'm we'll interested see how that to see. Goes. Yeah. Because um, it seemed like a very much standalone movie. <laughs> it could have been, for yeah. sure. Uh, so, yeah, I'm excited to see where they go with it. But, okay. um, yeah, like, you know, I'm hesitant to give away spoilers, but the um, the scene with his uncle where he stops him in the truck and mm-hmm. just that, that very, very quick flash of... His jaw getting separated from the rest of his head from the steering wheel. I was like, "Hold!" That was what. That was the part of the movie where I was just like, "What the fuck am I watching?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. uh, completely nuts. Um, yeah, I've that's seen. yeah, very good. Um, but uh, yeah, I uh, you know. Um, I'm still very much into like the psychological horror, like American mm-hmm. Psycho, um, suspense, like Seven, um, the religious and spiritual horror, like The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. Um, I I definitely am a fan of like a lot, not all, but a lot of the like the 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 religious uh, themed horror movies. Uh, I haven't seen The Pope's Exorcist yet, but I've heard that's very good. I've heard okay. a lot of positive things about that. Um, I do like you. I very much enjoy the 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 dark uh, humor horror um, subgenre, like mm-hmm. Freaky and um, I guess Scream. If you want to consider Scream, 
um, you know, kind of like dark, uh, you know, humor, horror. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's uh, there's a lot that I I, I can't really think about the top of my head. Idle Hands. Yeah, Yeah. Idle Hands, that's a good one. Um, Stuff that I've grown out of uh, is mostly just like the kids stuff but even then like i still will like i'll watch the new goosebumps movie yeah uh, or series or yeah. is it a series or a movie i think it's a series that's coming out yeah the one with just i literally yeah i literally just heard about it today yeah yeah it's, it's perfect timing. very yeah the uh, details about it um, yeah i'm have, pretty sure it's a series okay that's coming out but like i said the movie that with jack black that it's good. Mm-hmm. So, okay. like, I'm excited. And that kind of goes back to the same thing with Scream. It's, like, the things that I loved, they're still around. Like, right. they're still coming out. And they're still, you know, it's still happening. Um, it's... I hadn't really fallen away from anything that I liked as when I was younger. Um, now, there, now, that's not to say that a lot of the movies that I loved when I was younger, I haven't gone back and rewatched them and been like, well, that was a steaming pile of shit. Because, <laughs> um, like, so in that whole time, like, growing up, it was... Go to bed. Scream started it. But then it was, I know what you did last summer. And Urban Legend, the faculty, and the craft. Mm-hmm. And I love the craft. And I watched it a billion times. But then I tried to watch it a couple of years ago. And was like, what is wrong with me? Because it's horrible. Yeah, I... Uh, that see i i i watched that movie for the first time as a as an older person and don't do that that's terrible if you haven't seen it just don't it just let it and if you have seen it just let it live in your memories and don't go back yeah it, it, it the member berries they're they're wrong you mm-hmm. don't you don't you don't need to revisit that just let it be what you thought it was yeah yeah i you know, stuff doesn't age well, and you know, you, you see see things through you know uh, young eyes, and then you grow and evolve, and naturally, you're not going to see things yeah. th- the same way you did when you were 13 years old. Yeah, um, you know, it's just a, a natural thing. Um, um, but yeah, so. Uh, is there uh, it, is there anything that you have grown into or grown to like that you weren't uh, a huge fan of or maybe didn't even really like watch or know about as uh, or when you were younger? So it's definitely say like the Friday the Thirteenth movies mm-hmm. were things that I was just like ah oh, it's Jason whatever yeah. but I think because I thought I'd seen Halloween. And I hadn't really seen any of the Jason movies. And you just chalked it up to like a dime a dozen and, thing. And like Freddy. And I was like, it's just going to be the same stuff. Like yeah. it's going to whatever. Um, I'm pretty sure I saw Freddy versus Jason or Jason X. I saw one of the two in theaters just because mm. the friend that I had that liked horror movies was like, hey, let's go see this. I think 
you and me and Steven and some other friends want to go see Freddy versus uh, Jason. Okay, okay. Yeah, because I explicitly I remember us sitting in the theater and like Steven was like talking like a fucking asshole the entire is. time like um, he is uh-huh. but, uh, by the way Steven if you're listening you know we love you but um, but shut the fuck up there in a minute. <laughs> but he was talking and like there was just a sex scene out of nowhere you know uh, two crazy teens going buck wild and he was like okay <laughs> and just like t- and turning he was like okay and now he's like the king of horror like yeah shut the fuck up yeah um but no i i I get it yeah Yeah, like i didn't i didn't really give it any time of day Mm -hmm. and now that i've gone back and watched them all i'm like this is fantastic why did i not yeah jason's my favorite slasher yeah for i mean yeah yeah i just uh recently did a rewatch i'm i just did jason goes to hell oh my god So it is, it might be the definition of irony or coincidence, one of those two, that Kane Hodder is my favorite Jason, but he plays Jason in some of the worst Friday 13th movies. So Jason Takes Manhattan, Mm -hmm. by the title alone, Uh that movie should be fucking lit and it is such a slog to get through mm-hmm. like first of all it takes them like an hour and 15 minutes to get to manhattan mm-hmm. the actual route to manhattan is nonsensical like they sh- were they were they cast off at like they should not get to new york city <laughs> yeah it yeah um and just like None of the characters are really fleshed out, and the ones that they try and flesh out are just super uninteresting. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's some cool deaths, um, you know, like the boxer that gets his head punched clean off his shoulders on the rooftop. Yeah. Fucking classic. Um, I mean, that's hands down one of the best scenes in the movie. Right. Um, and I love how Kane Hodder, uh, in the script, he was supposed to kick a dog. And he straight up refused. Like, good for him. Yeah, he was Amazing. like, awesome. We ain't doing that. He was like, not only will I not do that for this movie, but he he was like, I don't. Uh, he's like, Jason would not kick a dog. Like he's like Predator in that way, where he he uses his like heat vision technology to to analyze potential threats. And he's like, mm. and he'd look at a dog and be like, this is not a threat. Yeah. The teens over there in the corner in the tent having sex. That's, that's a threat. threat. Yep. Because yeah, those the ones are the kinds gonna of people. Drown me. Yeah. They're going to be the ones that are going to let me drown. The dog's going to save me. Exactly. Yes. There you Fucking go. Fucking lassie. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> what is okay. it, girl? So if anybody with any pull out there... I need a Jason movie where he buddies up with a dog. With with Lassie. And I need it to be Lassie. Okay, great. Thanks. If anybody out there can make that happen or knows somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody, I will pay amazing money for that to happen. 
Okay, I mean, I told you about our Jason Gets Cancelled uh, movie know. idea. That'd be great, Why too. Why not rope in uh, Lassie Just put a dog in it. Yeah. Why not? Fuck it. Yeah. They're great. They'll be <laughs> great. Um, so, so, yeah. I, uh, as far as stuff that I have grown to like, pretty much everything. Uh, <laughs> like, so, uh, same for me. Jason, um, Michael Myers. Although I haven't seen all the Halloween movies, I, I was trying to do a, a complete watch through of the entire franchise, and but I th- then you fell asleep. Um, I'm I'm a little bit more high on the franchise than you are. Oh for yeah, sure. no, I got it. Uh, and I think I made it to Halloween four, and uh, I mean we all know. Halloween three season of the witch. It's not a Michael Myers movie. Um, yeah. it's, it's, it's a good horror movie. Um, but it's, it has nothing to do with Michael Myers. So I don't really know why they called it Halloween, but, um, I think it's widely, uh, accepted that after four, it just kind of goes off the fucking rails. Um, I mean, there's like Halloween H2O and resurrection where ha- like, Coolio is like doing kung fu with Michael yep. Myers. I I, I mm-hmm. think that's the what's going on. Um, and I was it's either like, that one or it's H2O, yeah. Um, but I don't have any room to talk because I actively watch Jason X, which is Jason in fucking space. So, <laughs> um, but like I said, I I did enjoy the the David Gordon Green trilogy. I, I like that one a lot. Okay. Um. And uh, so, yeah, it's it's a little bit of everything that I've kind of grown to love. Uh, you know, it's uh, classic horror, um, you know, like the black and white 20s, 30s, 40s era, the hammer horror monster films. Love those. Um, like the original Frankenstein film that's black and white. Yeah. Fucking beautiful. Like the set pieces, like it's absolutely breathtaking. Like the... You know, the, mm-hmm. the scenery and how it was shot. Like, it is so sad. Like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Um, the... Uh, probably my favorite right now is the, the new Elevated Horror, which they discuss in one of the new Scream movies. Uh, you know, when they talk about, like, the new rules of being uh, in a horror movie. Yeah. Um, you know, they talk about the new subgenre of elevated horror where it's so what is elevated horror it's it's like horror with the purpose it's like artsy style horror Mm. um but not like strictly art house it's like you know it makes you think you know it's uh it's not just slasher you know where it's like you know what you see is what you get right it's you know there's more beneath the surface okay so um think about anything horror related that a24 has put out i was gonna say is this a black rainbow situation because just scrap that from the list yeah don't ever think about that ever i I I still haven't seen it out of my fucking head unfortunately and i've only seen part of it yeah that is that is an outlier like just don't even consider that part of the equation. Um, uh, I mean, have you seen Hereditary? That's another A24 horror movie. 
Yes. What's it about? Um, it's uh, it's with the girl who cl- does the clicking uh, with her mouth, and uh, uh, no, I don't think sh- I have. Uh, the movie starts out with um, their grandmother dying, and it's I don't know. It's a very oh, difficult movie to describe without yes, giving yes, shit I have. Away. Okay, it's good. Yeah. Okay. So yes. that's that's elevated horror. Okay. So it is it is just all A twenty four. Not strictly. Uh it's it's like It's a, the clear leader though, I feel like. It is. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um because <laughs> they are They just produce everything. They 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 produce the good shit. Yeah. Um they're not strictly horror, yeah, obviously, because they did movies like Parasite and um uh last uh i think it was like the last uh black man in san francisco and moonlight and stuff like that uh-huh. um but yeah like all of their horror most of it is like think pieces where you know it's just it very, follows is apparently yeah elevated that's fantastic mm-hmm. very yes good. i am doing the googling as you the, the live would googling. say I, i'm googling the yeah, uh, elevated horror. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but apparently it makes me feel better because John Carpenter has no idea what elevated horror is either. So I'm in good company. It's fine. He, John Carpenter, he's old as fuck. Um, but apparently he has a, a, a new series coming out on Peacock. Interesting. Um, speaking of Peacock, where is our fucking Camp Crystal Lake series? God damn it. Like, we were promised a Camp Crystal Lake series and I don't fucking have it. So where is it? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, and then the the bee horror that is bad on purpose, gotta love it. Yeah, um, you know, <laughs> there's nothing like wasting your own time watching really terrible horror movies, uh, for the sake of watching some terrible horror. I mean, you got to mix it up and watch. I mean, some as bad long shit. as you know, yeah, that they're gonna be horrible. Exactly. It's the ones where you go into and you think that they're going to be amazing and then they turn up to be an incredibly piece of shit. Right. That. So I thought it'd be fine. fun to close out the uh, the episode by talking about some of the more popular cliches and tropes within horror. Which mm-hmm. ones we like, which ones we don't like. I know you love jump scares, right? It's <laughs> not. <laughs> favorite it's it's clear, clear it's very clear if, if you take nothing away from this podcast it's the fact that i love jump scares yeah love them yeah we uh Shoot we, me. we we touched on this uh, a tiny bit earlier but the exorcist three um if you google like the best jump scares mm-hmm. uh i can almost guarantee you that the exorcist three is on every single one of those lists because it does have one of the best jump scares of all time. It's like it's like a four minute scene and you're just watching stuff happen with a static shot in a hospital and you're just waiting for something to happen. Yeah. And you're like like people come into the shot and you're like, okay, something's gonna happen now. Uh-huh. And nothing happens. Someone leaves and you're like, oh something's gonna happen now. Nothing happens. And all of a sudden, I won't spoil it, something, something happens. happens. 
and it's not when you expect it. That's why it's a great jump scare. And what it is, it, it's, a, it's a continuity of what has been going on the entire movie. So it adds to the storyline. Okay. But I'm very much on your side of jump scares just for the sake of fucking doing sake. them. Like sh- cram it up your cram hole, Lafleur. <laughs> like shove it up your ass. Like, um, I, uh, no, get out of my face. <laughs> um, but I do, I do enjoy a fun jump scare every now and then. If it's like, done right and it's within context and it's not every five minutes, mm-hmm. but sure. Yeah. I just don't need them for the sake of needing them. Yeah. Where nothing else in the movie happens. Right. Can you have a plot? No, the answer's no. A lot of the times, for horror movies, the answer's no. One of uh, one of my favorites is in the movie Sinister. Have you seen Sinister with? Um, I want to say yes, but I have a horrible memory. So um, it's not Kevin Bacon. It is um, somebody within seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Because I'm betting that somebody is within seven degrees of Kevin Bacon in that movie. Uh, Ethan Hawke. Oh no, I haven't. Right. I haven't seen it. Yet. I think he's he's a, a writer, maybe. Um, but he he discovers all these old home movies in the attic of the yeah. house that they move into. It. So I just watched this movie for the first time this year, and. It scared the ever living shit out of me. Like I did not feel right in my own body <laughs> after watching this movie, and it has one of the best jump scares. Um, it's the lawnmower scene. So if you are familiar with the movie, you know what I'm talking about. If you're not, then go watch the movie and look out for the lawnmower scene. I want to say that I've started Sinister and then stopped it because I realized I was gonna. I was watching it late at night and this very much needed to be a two o'clock on a Saturday with bright sunshiny sky outside and I needed a happy movie afterwards and I think I stopped. Yep. That is 100% understandable. Cool. Yeah. Uh, And uh, in retrospect, I should have done the same. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure I followed it up with some like Parks and Rec or The Office. Yeah, you gotta have something. Stupid and funny afterwards. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's... uh, it just fucks your brain. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah. So jump scares, obviously that's, uh, you know, love it or hate it or both love it and yeah. hate it depending on the context. Um, there's the, the trope of the final girl. That's one of my favorites. I, I love final girls. Have you seen the movie final girls? I don't think so. It's good. I and it's, have heard of it, but yeah. don't know much about it's it. It's good. It's okay. good. Yeah. It, to... It's comedy horror slasher, okay. but but it is. It's all like a group of girls that are all basically final girls. And hmm. they realize that they're... Final girls? Yeah, that they're final girls, but that they the killers come back and it's only going to be one of them. They're, they're trying to all make it. Okay. Um, but it's fun. It's good. I got you. I like it. I like, um, too, for the section, I kind of put, like, I like kind of when the horror movie knows that it's a horror movie. 
Right. So like it knows that like, oh wait, I don't have to go up the stairs. I can go out the front door. I'm going to go out the front door. It's like the Geico commercial. Yeah. Where. It's like, let's go hide in the, in the, the shed chainsaws. with the chainsaws. <laughs> but the car's right there. No, no, no. We'll hide behind the chainsaws. Like. Yeah. I really appreciate that horror movie. Like. The writers and directors are understanding. That we're smart. Mm-hmm. And that we don't want to see some which and it's been fun but you can't do the same thing every time but you don't need to see you know some big breasted chick running up the stairs when she could be going out the front door right it's insulting like we're smarter than that Mm -hmm. and i think that's part of the thing with like scream is like you point out like scream knew it was a horror movie without the characters knowing it was a horror movie, but like you right. have the rules and you have the things and you know how it's supposed to go. And yeah, you're going to do them anyway, but it, you know, you're going to say, I'll be right back and you're going to, you know, have sex and you're going to do drugs. And right. Let's be honest. We like fun things. So we're going to do them. Mm-hmm. But like the final, they're starting just- to learn that we're smart enough to know what the rules of horror movies are. So they're having to change them. Yeah. Which is fun. Yes. Yeah. So, I think I think we're living in a, a great horror uh, golden age slash renaissance right now. Yeah. Because a lot of rules are being broken and reinvented mm-hmm. uh, to the point where we're just seeing an evolution of, of the genre and just new stuff that yeah. we didn't think was was possible we could see yeah well and i think too like the rule like it's fun for us to know what the rules are and to see if they follow them now at this point yeah because now they know that we know what the rules are Mm -hmm. and they're like oh well fuck that shit we can't do that anymore but it's like but you can just make it more creative yeah make it you know like Like knives out, you can't just run out the front door. Like you got to figure out how to how to get out. You know, you can right. make it fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, another one is uh, found footage. I I personally really really enjoy found footage movies. I know they're it's kind of take it or leave it with a lot of people. Um, and it's never made me sick or nauseous. I know that's a big sticking point with a lot mm-hmm. of people. Uh, it's, which is crazy because I have to drive. If we are in a car, I have to be the one that drives. I appreciate that about you. I know. <laughs> it makes I, my life so I, much easier. I know. Um, because I get car sick very yeah. easily. And um, not all roller coasters, but w- like escape from hogwarts or or not fuck that right uh not escape from gringotts the the hogwarts the ride. hogwarts one yeah fuck that um, it made fuck me that so sick like fuck it <laughs> fuck it in the ass it, it was fun but no like, it wasn't it, <laughs> that ride it was hard to enjoy because fucking i fucking horrible yeah it made me so sick it made me it made me nauseous and i felt like i was gonna fall out the entire time so so not a fan. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't like the found footage because it makes me sick, like Cloverfield. What about uh, what about more static stuff like Paranormal Activity? Um, like there is definitely handheld footage. I in haven't there. watched it. You haven't seen any of the Paranormal Activities? No. Well, I have all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm good. Um, I've heard. Okay, so I've heard that they're good. I've also at least borrowed the first one. Okay. I don't want to pressure you into, into okay. watching anything that you don't care to watch, but... Well, I've heard that they're good, and then I've heard that they're just kind of jump scares, and then I've heard that they're boring and stupid. I don't know. I don't know. I've heard I've heard a big mix, and it's kind of like... That's why it's one of those... But I also think it's because it is the found footage or whatever, mm-hmm. then I'm like... I, I'm a... Fr- I, it can be done really well. Mm-hmm. Can be done. It is not like Cloverfield. Where yeah, where it's just it's running from start Blair to finish. Blair Witch, where it's just yeah, it's not like yeah. that. Yeah, um, there's a there's a couple of them later in the franchise that are more handheld mm-hmm. um, and less static shots. Mm-hmm. But what I like about the Paranormal Activity movies is that it. Um, it's broken up into handheld shots with the camcorder and then the nightly shots where it's on the tripod and mm-hmm. they record their sleeping and it will fast forward through the sleep. Uh, and I mean, I've talked about this extensively on my podcast and other people's podcasts yeah. as to why I love the paranormal activity franchise so much, but um, just, the building of tension in those movies is supreme. Like, yeah. uh, just the the tactics that they employ in those movies are just incredible. Um, I think it's a very underrated franchise. But, um, so there's that, uh, you know, twist endings, uh, you know, M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong. Well, the um, twist. Yes. Uh the, this is a, a hardcore trope. Let's split up. And I just put in my notes, you idiots. Yeah, don't ever, don't ever split up. And if you find yourself in a horror movie, just don't. It's gonna. Yeah. It ends bad for everybody. Yeah. When I watch a movie and they're like, this is going to be better if we just split up and cover more ground. And I'm like. Have you ever watched a movie? <laughs> I'm like. You are fucking dumb. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Yeah. It, I, I don't know. Yeah. It just... Um, don't do that. Yeah. Uh, creepy dolls. Uh, All right. Creepy dolls. A, here, look. It's <clears throat> a, it's a you know, a tried and true thing. Obviously, some people like them. Um, my friend Shauna that I mentioned, she she's a huge fan of creepy dolls i i think they're very creepy and not in a way that i ever want to watch anything about them <laughs> chucky's fun mm-hmm. um not scary bride of chucky like it's just a comedy film there you go i so I, but, I i the the child's play mm-hmm. franchise is another one that i am just recently going through for the first time okay uh the the bride of chucky and the one that comes after that yeah uh i forget what three is uh the those are two of my uh, those are my two favorites um 
the Bride of Chucky is probably my favorite so far, just because uh, Jennifer Tilly is the shit, mm-hmm. uh, yep. and she has magnificent cleavage. Um, yeah, she's just a fucking icon, mm-hmm. um, a horror icon as well. So yeah, oh yeah. Um, like that's fine, but like Annabelle. I, Dolls I are the, scary enough on their own that I don't need you to try to make them scary. So I liked what But they, I haven't watched it, so I don't know. I, I liked what they did with <laughs> Annabelle, how it was more of like a possessed doll that has a spirit attached to it, and that spirit kind of comes out as like a ghost. So yeah. like the most you see with the doll is like it showing up in weird places and you're like yeah. i thought i put that away in the closet what's it doing here in the rocking chair and why is the rocking chair rocking back and forth that's weird there's no open windows uh i guess everything's fine here <laughs> this um, is normal this is fine annabelle fine. creation is the better of the two okay uh it is i think it's technically a prequel um that was my favorite of the two the first one was okay, but Annabelle Creation, which is actually uh, the Annabelle movies are part of the Conjuring universe. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you knew that, but um, that's me mansplaining the Annabelle movies to you. I mean, way. you're going to have to because I haven't seen them, so. <laughs> can you please mansplain this to me? Can, can you t- t- teach me it like I'm five? <laughs> Explain it to me like I'm five. So, uh,. Your mommy and daddy give you $10 to run a lemonade stand. And so you go out and you buy lemons. The creepiest doll ever. <laughs> you go out and buy lemons and water and sugar. And you realize that it only costs you $9. So next year, I'll be six. <laughs> I told you the office was going to come up eventually. Oh my god. Uh, the great part about any quote that you give is the fact that I have, even though I've seen it five billion times, I still have no reference to things because I have no memory. And so when you just bust them out, it's like it's new every time because I don't know. There you go. It's perfect. It's, it's, it's great. only because I've seen the series like a million times. So. I mean, I've seen it a few at this point, and like, but I still just. I just have that it's just because I don't have I don't have memory so yeah I just have that weird this brain this episode's that... proof I have no memory so it's fine sorry for everybody had to listen to this no uh, they knew what they were getting themselves into let's be honest but um, yeah that's that's kind of all uh, all I had um, as far as talking points I guess we can do our uh, our final closing segment of shit that doesn't suck. And uh, put a pretty little bow on this bitch and peace out. Sound good? Boop! Shit that doesn't suck. Um, okay, so guests always go first with our shit that doesn't suck segment. So take it away, Amanda Frack Eiler. So if you haven't seen it, I have. No, I'm just playing. no. You probably yeah. haven't. Actually, I think you you started it. Twisted Metal. Oh I yeah. I cannot. I don't know how this year became the year of the video game TV shows. 
but that it? have nailed it. Because mm-hmm. Last of Us was amazing. Twisted Metal is amazing in a different way. Yeah. But it still finds a way to pull at your heartstrings and still finds a way to like... I fucking love it. Yeah. I can't recommend it enough. I cannot... I need everybody to watch it and love it so that they have to do the sequel because I have to have the sequel to it. <laughs> there are the next season. Right. Same shit. Yeah. Different title. It's fucking amazing. And I have to have more of it. So I need everybody to go and watch it. I don't care if you just put it on the background <laughs> and you don't actually watch it, but I need the plays so that Peacock greenlights this because I it's the only thing that makes Peacock worth it unless you don't have the Office DVDs. Right. So, yeah, I I started amazing. it. Uh, I'm almost done. I want to say I have maybe two episodes left. Mm-hmm. And every time I I'm like I I'm thinking of things that I need to finish. Mm-hmm. I always forget that it's one of those dangling participles that uh, I haven't finished up yet. And but it was I'll one of those. Abe is really good at making us of not binging things because mm-hmm. I would have binged it and I would have done nothing. I would have watched all it's nine a very or bingeable 10 show. episodes like in a row, bam, 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 bam. And then I would have been sad that it was over. Mm-hmm. So he, anytime we watch anything, a new TV series, we only watch one episode a day. And then we go to the next one. Unless it's a series that's like 40 billion episodes long. But especially if it's something new. Right. You can only watch one a day. Right. To make it last. Yeah. And I'm so thankful that we did. Because I'm so sad that it's over. And I want so much more of it. Because mm-hmm. I never... Did you play the game? Um, Annie? Briefly. Long time ago, I mean, obviously. I don't play games, so obviously I didn't. Yeah. But, like, it's I know based on is, just cars. Right. I know the show is pretty dissimilar from it's, the game. I but, mean, it's... Yeah. Because it has to, to be. It, yeah. It, but it's, the things that are from, from people that have played and have known, the things that are there are fucking there. Yeah. And nailed it, like, every time. Mm-hmm. And it's so good. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah. No. no, I... Because uh, I could just keep saying that for forever until you go put it on. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I said, I I need to finish it. Uh, what I've seen so far, I love Anthony Mackie. I love Anthony Mackie. And oh my God, I, I, I'll just call her Rosa Diaz because that's how I know her mm-hmm. as Rosa Diaz from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, she's incredible um, and she's in... She's in that, obviously, who plays a pretty uh, relatively similar character to her character mm. on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, just the hardcore badass. But, um, uh, yeah, I, I need to go finish it because yeah. I really enjoyed it. was unlike what I was expecting it yeah. to be. It was just, it was like really, like, I'm hesitant to say the word flashy, but like it's just it's very bright and yeah. vibrant. Like I love the color palette. Yeah. Of it. Uh, For it to be something that's supposed to be so dark and dismal and yeah. like post-apocalyptic, like it's bright. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice very stuff. much so. Yeah, it's like like The Last of Us nailed what you think mm-hmm. post-apocalyptic life. Like 
you know, grass and moss and leaves growing over buildings. Like that's what you think of in mm-hmm. the post-apocalyptic world. This is like bright, sunshiny, vibrant. Like yeah. it's like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, yeah very good. Like I said, I need to finish it. Um, mine is um, this movie uh, called Come True. And it is on, uh, I want to say, AMC Plus and Shudder. Um, just read a quick synopsis. Uh, looking for an escape from her recurring nightmares, 18-year-old Sarah submits to a university sleep study, but soon realizes she's become the conduit to a frightening new discovery. Um, that's about all you should know going in. This is definitely one of those, like, know as little as possible going in. Um And naturally, you just, it's kind of impossible to know what to expect unless you just read a a spoiler-filled review. Um, It is unlike any other horror movie that I've seen um, and scared me in ways that no other horror movie has. Like, I, it's... I feel like it's what Poltergeist was for so many people in the 80s when they when people somehow for whatever reason thought Poltergeist was scary because it's fucking not. Uh, <laughs> I guess the Poltergeist. I guess Poltergeist is like my exorcist for for oh for everybody else. Yeah, like I just the thing I, that I, makes Poltergeist scary is the after. Of, like knowledge that like the bodies in the pool were real oh yeah because sure. they used actual cadavers and now they've come out being like well we didn't actually do that and i'm like yeah you're trying to save a lawsuit <laughs> i see what's happening here right. it absolutely was yeah but yeah um, but yeah come true is uh amazing uh great acting um great story um it's it's just um you know, it's about this girl who suffers from insomnia, and so she, you know, joins this sleep study, and it becomes clear after a while that, uh, or after a few sessions, that she is 100% the ideal candidate and the, uh, the candidate that they have been looking for study after study, but because of the way that studies are done, they can't give her details about the study and what they're looking for at the risk of blowing the study because that's how they work. You can't know. Yeah. And so that causes a lot of contention between her and, you know, the people that are running it. And also she sees things when she does sleep it's it's just it's just great um it's kind of like it's similar to like frequency um and uh just other like you know kind of heady ghost stories spirits uh of that nature so yeah can't recommend it enough i think i gave it like four and a half stars um very good so um yeah anyways um amanda you got anything else um, Slumberland. Slumberland. 
Have you seen it? Uh, with uh, Momoa and the little girl. Um, oh, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember seeing a trailer for that, but uh, totally forgot that it was a thing. Yeah. Um, was you, it actually good? It's amazing. Okay. It's good. It's cute. It's um, not necessarily young adult, but it's definitely like on the happier side of things. Sure. Um, but it's basically, so the synopsis is a young girl discovers a secret map to the dream world of Summerland. And then with the help of an eccentric outlaw, which Jason Momoa, mm. um, travels in, through dreams and, and nightmares um, in the hope that she'll be able to see her late father again. Right. And that's that's it. But it's so well done. The cinematography is amazing. Like, it's beautiful. Um, okay. And it's fun. Okay. It's, it's good. It's happy, cheery. Cool. So probably not what I should be recommending on, like, the <laughs> horror episode, but... No, it's fine. Like I said, you know, the shit that doesn't suck, yeah, is doesn't not um, is not limited to the the genre of Topic. whatever we're discussing for the Fair. episode. So, in fact, it's probably good that we mix it yeah. up and talk about something. It's a good movie for after you watch a psychological horror movie. See, wrapped it all up in a nice little neat bow. Exactly. There you go. Cool. All right. Well, um, I think that's going to do it for this episode. I promise, like I said, we're going to try and be back for more episodes because October is one of my favorite months and I love horror movies. So we're going to try and bang out a couple more before um, the end of the month. But uh, Amanda, thank you so much for coming on and helping me. This has been a blast talking about horror movies. I never... Blast from the past. Yeah. All their past horror movies. Exactly. (laughs) Ah, did it... Uh, never turn down an opportunity to talk about uh, some spooky stuff. Um, Yay, spooky season. And uh, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. For those of you that did and uh, that made it this far, um, I appreciate it and I am sorry. <laughs> uh, like always, you can find us on social media. at uh, Let's see, we're on Instagram and Facebook. We are the most active on Facebook uh, in our Facebook group. Um, it's called the Geek Garage Podcast Fans and Listeners. There will be links for that down below in the episode description. Um, we have a Patreon. If you'd like to become one of our uh, patrons, they give us uh, some of your hard-earned dollars for God only knows why. Um But, uh, yeah, I think that's going to do it. As always, be kind, stay geeky, and eat lots of cheesecake. Bye-bye!